Amen. So as we're getting ready to end the Torah cycle, begin another. Are you all ready for it? You're learning, learn stuff every time you read it. Amen. So I'll tell you this week's portion. When I started reading it, really pulled out a hidden gem for a lot of people. They don't realize it. I want you to look to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30. We're going to start in verse 1. Go through about 15 or so of them. You all ready for the next three hours? Of course, this is our God again reminding us about his commandments. But he does something more here than just remind us. He gives us a promise as well. It says, Now when all these things come upon you, the blessings and the curse that I have set before you, and you take them to heart in all the nations where Adonai your God has banished you. It says, And you return to Adonai your God and listen to his voice according to all the commandments I give you today, you and your children with all your heart and with all your soul. Now this is important to understand here. What's God telling us? He's kind of telling us, you're going to fall away from him, aren't you? But here's what's so neat about God. Even when that happens, and let's face it, it happens. He's always right there. He's always right there with his arms stretched out, ready to welcome you back. And that's what he's reminding us today. Because when we, unfortunately, guess what? We follow false gods, don't we? For some of you, it's money. Others, it's cars. Someone was liking my new Jeep. Won't talk, say his name. Heyman. Right? But we got to be careful that we don't let those things fall in our paths. That we stay true to God because where do our blessings truly come from? Right? How many times when we look back on our lives and we notice that when things are bad, it's not because God left us, it's because we left God. God never leaves us. One of my favorite poems, and this is a favorite poem before I was even a believer. I didn't understand it as much then. But it's Footsteps of Faith. How many of you have seen that one? Right? Tells of a story about a man walking along a beach. He says he sees his life going around. And Yeshua is walking next to him. And it says when he looked back, in the, he noticed that the times that were the worst in his life, there were only one set of footsteps. And he turned to Yeshua and asked him, Why, when I was at my lowest, weren't you there? 
And Yeshua's response was, when you were there, I was carrying you. That's why there was only one set of footsteps. It's not because God left us. It's because he picked us up and carried us through it. Could you imagine what it would have been like without God? Without our Messiah to be there for us? And that's what he's reminding us with his commandments. Let's face it, they're not that difficult, are they? We can keep them. We can keep each and every one of them. For most people, it's giving up ham and shrimp. Those are the biggest ones. It's amazing, isn't it? Get through those and you can almost do the rest. Makes it a lot easier, right? A worship on Saturday, too. That's a tough one for some people. But we know God's word is true, and that's what he's talking about here. Let's go to verse 3. Then Adonai, your God, will bring you back from captivity and have compassion on you, and he will return and gather you from all the peoples where Adonai, your God, has scattered you. What also is this? This is a promise from God. That when his people, who have been scattered throughout the nations, right? What happened in 70 A.D.? Temple is destroyed, and the Israelites are scattered among the nations. Somehow my family ended up in Russia. I guess they liked the cold weather. Rabbi Renee's ended up in El Salvador. I guess his family didn't like the cold weather. Right? We were scattered through the nations. But God is making a promise here as he's ending the book that he's going to call us back from every tribe, tongue, and nation and bring us back to him. This is a great promise here, right? He'll gather us from all that he, wherever he scattered us. Verse 4. Even if your outcasts are at the ends of the heavens, from there Adonai your God will gather you, and from there he will bring you. So I guess that would be the islands, right? As close to heaven as you can get, some of them will tell us. So he's going to gather us from all points of the world. It won't matter where. And he's going to bring us together. Adonai, your God, will bring you into the land that your fathers possessed. And you will possess it, and you will do your good, and you will and I'm possess it, and he will do you good and multiply you more than your fathers. What's this promise saying? He's going to bring us back to the land. And it's not just the children of Abraham, is it? It's those that have been engrafted in as well. Because this is not just talking about a time where it's Israel only. As we're about to read. Also, Adonai, your God, will what? Circumcise your heart and your and the heart of your what? 
descendants to love Adonai your God with all your heart, with all your soul, in order that you may what? Live. What's this promise about? The renewed covenant. It says, in the end days, right, Jeremiah 31, I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, unlike the covenant I made with their who? Forefathers, in which I wrote on stones, I will do what? I will engrave it on their hearts. This is what Jeremiah was talking about. And I will be their God, and what? They will be my people. This is a time of us gathering back together, of coming in to a time and an understanding that we can now worship him, not from stones, but from our heart. Because, see, God's going to remove that heart of stone and give us a heart of flesh. And that heart of flesh is going to love the Lord your God. That heart of flesh is going to want to keep the commandments. You know, one thing I'm learning right now with driving with Natalie and teaching her, sometimes we forget what the laws are. Sometimes we think the speed limit's a little, maybe a little faster than, we, when it, than it should be because when you actually sometimes go the speed limit, you're like, let's get it going, right? And she has to remind me, Dad, I'm going the speed limit. And so we see here God's promises that it's in our heart to obey his commandments, to follow his ways. Again, how hard is it? So we get a couple more days off from work. Is that so bad? Right? You don't have to go in. You can come worship him. Sure, we get a couple days. We don't get to eat food either. But then we party afterwards, so it's okay. So we really understand what God's doing here, what he's calling in our lives. Verse 7. Adonai, your God, will put all these all those curses on your enemies and on those who hate you, who persecute you. How many of y'all think that's a good deal for you? Right? All those who came against you, guess what? Guess what they get? Time for you to smile. Remember the scripture says, Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. It's not yours, it's what? His. And trust me, God knows how to do it. He comes up with ways that you would never have thought of. You gotta admit, God's pretty creative. Parched waters, locusts, right? Boils. He's got all the neat diseases right under his belt. Water to wine, pretty good one, right? He's got some fun stuff too. But here we see what God's promising us today. Verse 9. I'm sorry, verse 8. Then you will return and listen to the voice of Adonai and do all his mitzvot that I am commanding you today. So what is God reminding us? That when we come back to him with our faith in Messiah, are, is, are the commandments done away with like the church wants to tell us? No, on the contrary, what's he going to tell us? We're going to obey his voice. We're going to listen to God and do what we're supposed to do. Not what man tells us to do but what God tells us to do. And that's so important to us to understand. 
You know, we have to admit the church has missed some things, haven't they? They don't, they're not, they don't get all the blessings they're supposed to get. They only have one extra service a year. Can you imagine that? They only get one extra time to praise the Lord. Man, think about it. How many times Hanukkah alone just wipes them out, right? But it's a time for us coming together and thanking God for what he's done for us and how he's brought us into this place. Adonai, your God, will make you prosper in all the work of your hands in the fruit of your womb, the offspring of your livestock, and the produce of your soul is for good. For Adonai again, will again rejoice over you for good as he rejoiced over your fathers. When you listen to the voice of Adonai your God to keep his mitzvot and his statutes that are written in this scroll of the Torah, when you return to Adonai your God with all your heart and with all your soul, for these mitzvot that I command that I'm commanding you today is not too what difficult for you, nor is it far off. What is he reminding you? Yeah, there's a lot of commandments, but they're not too difficult. Is it really too difficult not to steal, lie, commit adultery? One vote. <laughs> right? These things aren't that hard to do. God has called us to remember him and to honor him. And when we come back to him with Yeshua in our hearts, our heart and desire is to what? Serve him, to honor him to show our love for him by obeying him and his commandments. And they're not so difficult, and they're not so far off. Verse 12. It is not in the heavens that you should say, we will go up for us to the heavens and to get it for us and have it and have us here so we can do... I'm going to say that again. I'm going to read it from the side. My eyes aren't that good. It is not in the heavens that you should say, who will go up for us to the heavens and get it for us and have us hear it so that we may do it? Nor is it across the sea that you should say, who will, who will cross over for us to the other side of the sea and get it for us and have, it, and have us here so we may do it? No, the word is very near to you in your mouth and where? In your heart to do it. It's right here. You don't have to memorize the scripture. Listen to that Holy Spirit talking to you and telling you. Obey the commandments. And when you do that, you will be blessed. It's that simple. God's word is calling us today. And calling Israel today. 
Israel's having a fun time. All right, Israel, just say rabbi. Come on, you can do it. No, you ain't going to do it. Rabbi Israel's having fun. He is calling out to the Lord. He just thought you just, I'm giving a gift of interpretation here. I, th I think he was saying, feed me, Lord, feed me. Feed me now, Lord. <laughs> but here's what God's calling us to do. No, the word is very near to you. It's in your mouth and in your heart to just do it. What's the last verse? Is that it? See, I have set before you today, what? Life and good and death and evil. The doors are about to open on Rosh Hashanah. Are you ready to go through it? Are you ready to be inscribed into the book of life or the book of death? But most importantly, are you in the Lamb's book of life? For that book is where the Spirit dwells. And when your heart is open to hear the word. God is getting ready to open the gates for us. Have you looked back to see who you might have wronged this past year? Maybe you've wronged God. Are you ready to repent and turn to him? Because the promises that he gives you are so much better than what the devil can even think about. The world might be fun to be in for a season, but where are you spending eternity? And that's what God is calling us today. Just return to him. Obey his commandments. And watch how he will bless you and prosper you. That's God's calling for us today. And as we get ready to hear that shofar blast starting tomorrow, it'll be a reminder for us of that special day when Yeshua returns, riding on a horse, sword in one hand and a shofar in the other as he takes back his kingdom. We're already seeing God move in a mighty way on this earth. We wait to, for the story I'm going to tell you tomorrow. Say it what? Nope, you got to come Sunday and Monday. Monday. Monday's message will be better than Sunday's. Just because it's the day after. Don't miss a meeting. Miss a service, miss a lot. But see what God is doing around the world today. He's calling us out. We need to be ready. I want everyone to bow your head and close your eyes.
First, I'm going to ask those of you out there, both watching online and here in the congregation, if you don't have that relationship with, with Adonai, where your heart is open to receive the promise that he's making, the circumcised heart, can only be given through the blood of Yeshua and accepting Yeshua into your heart where the Ruch HaKodesh can dwell within you. For those of you watching online, you see the information on the screen. If you're ready to say this prayer, you can contact us. And wherever you are around the world, we will call you and pray with you that prayer of salvation. But if you're here right now with every eye closed and every head bowed and you're ready to say yes to him, all you need to do is raise your hand and we'll say a simple prayer with you. Is there anyone? Anyone at all? The Abba Father, as we come before you right now, Lord, let our lives be open to you. Open our hearts and minds. Renew our spirits so that we may serve you, the living God. Rekindle that flame in our heart to obey your commandments. We ask this in your son Yeshua's name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Amen.